Check, 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 check. Dan, you do look kind of dark. Welcome back to Amen. another episode of the PO3 Podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. You be calling me out like that? On- <laughs> you do look dark, dude. Hey, is bro. it just… No, nah, it's probably my face, bro. It's cool. I'd be outside sometimes. Am I tripping? No, no. I mean the lighting. Because <clears throat> of the lighting dark. I think it looks good, bro. I guess we'll find out when I edit it. I want to show you something. I found it. Okay. Oh, that is Meeks. I know, but oh, that's not. Uh, it's no, like, it's kind of like if Ian and Meeks had a baby. <laughs> the, but it doesn't look like him. Not really. I was okay. like, that's fucking me. I was like, okay, it's either Meeks or it's his fucking twin. <sighs> I'm not feeling right now. You're right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, there we go. Now I can hear myself. <clears throat> I got this Yoder shirt. Yoder smoker shirt. No big deal. I'm, I'm just fixating on like, I feel like you look. Just dark. get past it. Let's go. Yeah? Yeah. Put my headphones up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Check, check, check. There Better? Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, what's going on, bro? What's up, dog? It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It feels like it really feels like it's been like a couple months. It's only been three weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know about no few months, but luckily we banged out uh, episodes. But we're down to two now, so we gotta stack them up, huh? Yeah, stack them up. We'll just we'll just go back to uh, every Monday then, until we get a, a few more episodes, and then we can go back to for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But anyway, yeah, like I don't know. I, I uh, as you know. We've been struggling growing as a podcast. I don't know. I don't know if I wanted to make this episode about the state of the podcast, um, where we're headed, what we want to do, your thoughts on it, my thoughts on it. Because remember, you and I talked about it when you were on your way over to Fresno. What was it, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, or something like that. And then we were even talking about implementing another person. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to, like, name the numerical order of this podcast. That way, if it turns into, like, a mental health one, then I'll just put it as the next episode. If it turns into us just, like, bullshitting about the podcast, then I'll just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, we could, we could uh, keep them in numerical order, just not announce it during the podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll still be, what are we at right now? 40 what? Six? Uh, 40. No, no, no. 40. Two? What just came out? 43. No, the one that we're doing right meow. 46. So, the next one we'll just say will be 47, right? Yeah. But we won't address it as episode 47 during the podcast. That way, if we want to… The one that we record seven weeks from now, you know, is more fitting. You know, we can put that in place and no one's going to be none the wiser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So. It was good, man. But I don't know. I just want—I really wanted to just talk about it, and you know, I'm, I know you already gave me your thoughts on it, but I really just want to know like where your head's at. I know where my head's at. I, I definitely want to keep going. My head's right here. <laughs> I think you don't like to say stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> uh, yes, yes. I'm with you on the same page, bro. I want to keep this going. It's fun for me. Um, didn't think I'd be enjoying it as much as I have. And well, as you said, there's the struggle, the struggle, 
I've been, dude, I've been the last few weeks, man. I, me I've too, been bro. Having, I'm like, struggling right now. I've been having like just my words smashed together. But anyway, um, you know, the, the channel is struggling to grow. Uh, and uh, I guess the only thing we got to do, man, is just maybe try to put it out more somehow, some way. But I feel like our content's good. So if you guys agree with us, let us know in the comment section. If there's something you would like us to discuss, I know we mentioned it during other podcasts. If there's something you want us to talk about, a topic or whatever, you know, put it down, and we're always open to suggestions. Yeah. So, because I I feel like the the least amount of problems that we have growing with this channel, I feel like the thing that we don't have to worry about now is uh more or less the content. Now, I feel like we're we're on the right track when it comes to content. I feel like we're on the right track when it comes to uh, production value and all that good stuff. Even thumbnails I've been working on, you know, what I mean, doing them different. Uh, as you've seen the the one I sent you, I thought it was you know pretty good. <clears throat> I mm -hmm. mean, if you look at the growth from the first one that I ever put out to now, oh yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's like night and day difference. Overhaul, yeah, yeah, for sure. Certainly. Like right, <clears throat> and Certainly. I study a lot of podcasts, man. I'm I'm constantly watching podcasts if I'm at home doing nothing, or just you know in the car. I'm I'm constantly listening to them and then subconsciously studying them. And I feel like we're not to toot our own horn, but we're like right up there. You know what I'm saying? The only thing missing is the audience. Well, <clears throat> and arguably the hardest part to put together is the audience, so… And I know not to expect anything overnight, you know. I, because a lot of the times, too, what I'll do… Like, say it's a favorite YouTuber of mine or a streamer. I'll go to their channel, right? And I'll look at their numbers for what they are. Let's say they're pulling like 100,000 views on average. They got 1.2 million followers. I like to look at that and… Go into their their videos and see where they started from. So I'll go to I'll click. You know how you can like sort it by newest, oldest, most popular. I go to oldest, and I see how long they've actually been posting and what the views they were pulling when they first started uploading. And a lot of the times, these guys are just super super consistent over years. I'm talking like seven eight years. And they're and, and in some cases, like big streamers now, were only pulling like 40, 50 views when they first started uploading. But the key that I noticed, other than evolution and you know getting better at their content was just consistency mm -hmm. being consistent and constantly knocking them out and not missing a week and always just keeping uh, the passion first you know that's why they were creating yeah i think the uh well <clears throat> for my little streaming thing on twitch it's it i, I think it has everything to do with the uh consistency not even the material that's being put out because it will, well let me let me take that back because the game that I play that gives me the most views on Twitch is not a game that I would say is popular by any stretch of the imagination here in the states and that's what gets me the most views but <clears throat> you know my views aren't like stellar numbers but it is something that's uh, quantifiable and in the beginning, dude, I'd be lucky if I saw one or two viewers in a three-hour session of streaming, you know? And then it got to a point where I was getting five, six, you know, on for a little bit while I was streaming. And I wasn't doing anything much. Like, I, again, I don't know how long uh, Twitch, you know, uh, catalogs, you know, your recordings. Mm, like how far back? Yeah, because my first… And again, it was… Very basic, dude. Like, all it was was my screen, you know? And then, you know, me talking every now and again, but there was no no beauty to it. 
then I spend a little bit of money on getting like a different theme so I can like transition from like my starting screen to live and then to like inter like uh, intermission screens and all these different transitions and crap and plug in my Twitch name and uh, my Discord channel uh, name and all that stuff so people can add me. And the production value did go up a little bit. And I got a camera, so now, I, you know, you can see my stupid face while I'm playing. And my viewership did go up. Not a lot. You know, it was maybe a couple of more viewers, but it was more consistent. And I was getting three, four, five viewers. And again, these are puny numbers. You know what I'm saying? But you can, it's, it's, I would say what's kept me going because I'm not sitting there because I'm not used to having people watch me. So I don't have a personality yet, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, to the point where when I got raided, I got raided with like 75 people, which that was pretty cool. Uh, who who sent the raid? Uh, some chick. Her name was uh, Eva the Diva. She's oh, okay. some chick from Germany. And um, she has a decent following. She has like, uh, I don't know, like last I checked, 15,000 followers or something like that. And so, but it was to the point where my contact with my audience is so scarce that I don't often check the the comments or the the chat live the chat log. Because you just you're not expecting. Because I'm not expecting it, you know. So and she's like, "Hey, you pay, you pay attention. Look, hey, 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 hey." I'm like, "Hey, oh, hey, what's going on?" You know. And of course, there's that 10 second delay, or 15 second delay from when I say something to when it gets on the screen, mm. you know. And so I'm like, "Oh, I hope this person didn't bounce," <laughs> you know. And she's like, "Hey, pay attention." And if you know. In like 10 seconds. And I was like, I mean, all right, whatever. And then the little chime goes off and she rated me with like 75 people. And then like a few days after they got rated by another guy with like 25, 30 people. You know, so I think all that to say, I think the key to success is just to keep plugging forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you were to compare the this podcast beginning stages to the beginning stages of mine, it was very, very like, well, it. so yours was just audio right mm-hmm. okay mine was just the game screen there was nothing with me there was no transitions it was just <laughs> streaming and then off that was it you know and uh you know like mine now i have like uh i pay for like a, a monthly subscription for the music so it's all like uh you don't have to worry about copyrights mm. so it, it'll can you like, play whatever you could well no it's a, it's a it's a it's a playlist that's allocated you know and dedicated for live streams and stuff like that the licensing and all that crap so, because I've done it before without realizing, I was like, oh, well, I don't even, when I was shooting in the beginning, I didn't care if they banned me because I had like, what, seven followers? You got none to lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I would just play my music and not give a shit. And, and then I started noticing watching my replays, like I had a good game or we were saying something stupid and funny in the chat. I'd go back and look and they had that section of the song. There was no audio. So... But so now I'm that. So it's coming more lively now with the comparison to you is now we got these nice lights. You got the the mood setters back there, the sign, the light. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we got the candles, the Buddha behind me. You know, like it's all it's all coming together. So like I'm going through what you went through, you know, just, you know, sometime back with my stream channel. And I would say that the I would say the definite key to success is not to be like, like derailed by the slow progression forward. You know what I'm saying? It's just got to keep putting it out because realistically, all I'm losing is a couple hours on Monday to make this happen. You know, I you're doing a lot more work behind the scenes because, you, you know, you're the one with all the editing software and stuff like that. But, you know, we're just putting in time, dude. You know, and it's, it's been fun. I, 
I didn't realize I had as much going on up here <laughs> until you start watching yourself on on the replays and you can hear yourself talk. You know, uh, we keep plugging forward, I, man. I, I get happy one- when I watch when I'm editing them, dude. I I, I enjoy watching them. Because, yeah, like you said, you're just surprised that you, you had that in you. Yeah, you know? And then, of course, like like I mentioned, I think I mentioned this one of our podcasts, dude, when I wanted to be the next world-class DJ. You know what I'm saying? And when I was going through my little uh, <laughs> music production phase, there was a few months where I was, like, on FL every single day and just putting out trash. But in my mind, I was like, hey, I know it sucks now, but it'll be better eventually. And then my goal was if I ever made it to a big stage and if my song, for some reason, I don't know, a person was feeling down and it changed their mood to a more upbeat feeling or if they were just having a great time and, and making their time even more memorable, then that one person that responded to it was worth all the effort that got put into it. You know, granted, there's a lot of money and stuff that goes into that kind of crap too, so it'd be nice to get paid for it. But the humble beginnings... And that's kind of feel where we're at now. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, dude, we might not be touching millions of years at this point in time, but hey, man, if there's someone that hears this and we say something that's relatable to them, that way they know they're not alone, that other people experience this kind of stuff. We've already put the uh, the suicide hotline number up there on one of our previous ones. Which so I some- should include more when we do the mental illness episodes. Yeah, you know, just to get these things to think about, but I, I feel like if someone's watching this, whether they know us or it's just by chance, the algorithm works in our favor for a night or something like that. Mm. They stumble across it, they watch it, and they're like, and then that, our podcast was the one that kept them from going further into the deep end. Or just even made them feel like they weren't alone. Like, it was, all this was worth it. Yeah. You know? And I I get a couple people telling, it's uh, mostly family, but nonetheless, they're telling me, yo, don't stop, dude. Just keep going. Like, you know, it's a good thing you're doing. And I, I think it's important. And, um, Obviously, the passion is the reason I do this. But, yeah, I, do, I don't want to stop. I'll put it that way. It is just… Dis- it is discouraging because, you know, we're putting in a lot of work here. And I feel like it's good quality. But one for one, it's just I have a complex in general about something like this. Just because I had quite the same endeavor when it came to music. And I really didn't see much from that. And I dedicated a lot of time and energy and focus into into music. So I've been down this road before and didn't see any success from it. Um, so when I… mean, I, to be fair, I'm going to cut you off real quick. I think you I, can pull your mic up a little bit. <clears throat> uh, to be fair, I think the, the level of success is always going to vary from individual to individual, but there's been very few people in my life that I know that have actually had like… I'm not going to say a good dream. Everyone has a dream, but I feel like some people's dreams are like well, I want to be, I don't know, the next Elon Musk or something like that. Like, okay, that's damn near impossible. Those are like, you know, once in a generation people. But for you to have a very, what I would say, uh, I want to say very like likely chance because it's a very hard thing to be, you know, at the level of success that we think of musicians, it's very hard to obtain that. But the fact that you put so much effort and you did, I mean, again, maybe you weren't the next, you know, Wiz or what's that dude's name? The guy that made his beats. Oh, Johnny Giuliano. You weren't that guy or Mustard or whatever. But, like, dude, you made a living off of that. And how many people can actually say that, you know, for their, we'll, we'll use art, whether it be painting pictures or music production or this kind of stuff. How many people really make a living off of it? Uh, Probably not a lot. And then, too, to, like, 
you got to give yourself credit at some point, right? Because I'll tell you this, and this is aside the part, it kind of ties into everything, but I'm talking about progress here and evolution. If I could show myself the music that I make now to the guy who I started off making music as, I don't think that that person back when I first started would believe that I would be able to do that, creating the stuff I was creating. Because when I first started, I was fixated, obsessed. There was nothing you could tell me, you know, to to get me to believe otherwise, that I wasn't going to get there. But the stuff that I was putting out was just so horrible. So I was like, dude, I couldn't… Like, I always just tell myself this. I can't wait to hear myself in three years. And then I would get there. And I'd be like, damn, I can't wait to hear myself in two years. And then I would get there. And I'd be like, it just so on and so forth, you know. It would blow my mind. In my head, I was like, there's no reason for me not to be successful at this with this type of work ethic and passion. And then slowly over time, I started realizing, oh, it's not just the work. It's a lot of other stuff that mm-hmm. comes into, into, into play as well. As we spoke about before, you know, luck sometimes plays a huge factor. I think luck is mo- one of the most oversought things mm-hmm. in any success in a person's life, you know? So what, yeah, it is. And, but what I'm trying to say, though, is that I've dedicated a lot of time into something similar like this. For whatever reason, didn't work out. Okay, cool. I accept that. Music is a hobby now. And it's fine. And I lost the passion for it. because Probably because of that, you know. But I don't want to see that same thing happen with something like this. I, I would, Even though the market right now is completely oversaturated with podcasts, especially when COVID hit. Um, and, and these past, you know, I would say five, six years when podcasting started becoming really, really popular. Uh, when Joe Rogan started making their way as a household name, you know, started becoming a household name. Um, I feel like everybody and their mom now has a podcast. And now the only thing that's going to set you apart is you kind of have to have kind of the same thing that happened with music, a cosign, you know, or you just have to have really unique content and have your own, just be yourself. You know, what makes you unique is, you know, just being yourself because most likely there's not anybody who's, I don't know anybody like you, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that you don't know anybody like me. So if we could just play on our strengths there and just, you know, use what we have best, which was our, our own personalities, then that's what's going to set us apart. You know, not trying to be like the next guy. Because I don't want to be like the next guy. I want to do… Yeah, we're speaking on mental health and we're doing a podcast like other people. But we're not doing it the same way that people are doing it. We're doing it our own way. This is my interpretation of a podcast, you know. And this is how I want to do it. And I just don't want to see what happened with music to happen with this, you know. Because I'm seeing a lot of similarities. Putting in all the work, right? But the time, as far as like the the time period goes, it's still very infant. Oh, oh yeah, it, very. Uh, early on the timeline. I mean, I showed you that picture of where we started. You know, uh, that picture of it, it was just one microphone. We're at my cousin's house with a setup. It was just like that was ever. And then you look at that picture to now to where we're at. It's just leaps and bounds. But I and I know this isn't. I I know nothing can happen overnight. You know, but. I just, um, it's a lot of, I don't know, man. It's a lot of doubt that I have, but I can't, I can't uh, think like that anymore, you know. And a, a big thing that this book is teaching me and all the things that I'm learning learning over, you know, the, the time that I've been trying to better myself is you can't think that way. You, you got to be positive. You have to train your brain to look for the right, not the wrong. And you have to look at the, the glass half full rather than half empty. You know, so I mean, that's that's where I'm at. But I, I'm constantly thinking of ways to grow this thing. 
you know, you know, I think you mentioned in one of our podcasts <clears throat> previous, unless I know it was with you. I just remember if we did it on this or if it was a private discussion. But you mentioned you were watch, watching a Jordan Peterson thing, and he mentioned about hit, the arrow hitting the mark. Mm. And I think what we need to try to do for our future success with this is maintain reasonable goals, mm-hmm. obtainable goals, you know? So what are we at right now? What, 51, 52 subscribers? Uh, 54 now. So when you came on, it was only 22. Okay. So, so we've, we've doubled, a little yeah. over doubled. Okay. So, which I appreciate every single one who oh, hits yeah. that subscribe button and every view that we get. Me too. You know, I mean, makes it fun, you know? Uh, but with that being said, our next goal should be well. Let's get to seventy five. But, then you, but you're saying well within reason. Keep what we want to do. Yeah, because if we if, not, we're, if we're trying to not say so grandiose. My, yeah, if my goal is to be uh, to get a gold plaque from YouTube with a million subscribers, that's great. But I feel like that's the wrong motive, though. But you know? well, my my point being is like, well, I mean, it, we're pointing up. You know, mm. that's that's a great thing. But the fact now, it's going to minimize the double the the subscribers that we had doubled in the amount yeah. of time that I've been here. And, and yet, then, going for a look, comparing it to a million, that's, that's, and then realistic, tiny, realistically, you know we don't have that type of propulsion yet to get, so we have to calibrate yeah, so let's, so, so where just, we're aiming. Exactly. So instead of, hey, we're at 54, let's get to 100. 100, you know yeah. Saying? And then once we hit that milestone, all right, it's, let's double it. The next goal is 200. And then, We'll double that to 400. You know, I'm just saying it's like incremental increases because if we tried to shoot for a million, 10 million, one and a half million, two million, 500,000, 100,000, every little step forward we take, it feels that much smaller. And it's like, what's the point if all I'm doing is getting my goals over here and I'm starting here and I made some good progress, but on the scale of it, I went like this. Yeah, because versus if, if my scale if, was here, if your goal is to get a million subscribers. And I'm just talking based on reference points, right? And trying to break down what you're saying. If your goal is a million subscribers and you've reached 100K, you're not even a quarter of the way there. So in your head, you're like, I'm nowhere oh, near. You're 10%. Where I, yeah, you're nowhere near where you want to be. So in, in your head, on the scale, comparing to where you want to be, it may seem like nothing. But if, you, if, if your real goal was 200,000, you're halfway there. Then you're ha- then those are big numbers. And if you started, let's say, before you got to 100k, and let's say you were at like I don't know, 1.5k, you know, 1,500, and then the span of like a year, you exploded. I don't know, one video hit or whatever the case may be. Someone gave you a mention, and boom, you you go from 1.5 to to 100k. But if you're comparing that, well, I, I think you'd be kind of stupid to ignore the 90k or the 99,000 uh, subscriber growth, but or increase, but it it just minimizes it. You know what I'm saying? If I have to take, if I'm trying to walk from here to Sacramento, <laughs> and I take, I walk four miles, it feels like I didn't, I didn't traverse any distance. But if I'm going from here to Madera, or just to, I will say to the north end of Fresno, hey, I, I made some distance. I'm making some progress. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's all perspective, and that's the thing. So I think we need to, we need to make sure we keep ourselves in check to make sure that we're setting and and truly understanding our goal, you know, so that way we don't get derailed if we don't get the massive growth that we feel for the amount of effort and work and, you know, well, money for all the equipment that's being spent, you mm-hmm. know. It's, it's, ah, it's not proving to be fruitful. Well, you know what? Let's, we know this. We know how this works. If anyone's going to know how the system works, it's you. You went through the music aspect of it. You know that it, even when you're producing really good quality stuff, 
There's a lot of other factors that come into play that uh, that are outside of your control. It's mostly marketing, you know. You, know? Yeah, you can have a best marketing scheme, but if you have crap products, not going to work. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So well, what we, I think we need to keep doing what we're doing. Focus on the marketing, like I mentioned that on that phone call that we had. Look into certain avenues, what we could do. You mentioned stickers, leaving those damn things places, those little card things so people can scan like a, Q, like a QR code thing. Mm-hmm. I and mean, there's a bunch of stuff that we can do. It's just a matter of doing it. But I also think we can't neglect, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I know I mentioned it to you. I don't know if I mentioned the podcast, but there was a video I watched about a scientific study done where basically luck plays a factor into everybody's success. And I think the issue that people get caught up on was like, well, I have through my hard work and determination, I succeeded. Therefore you can. And, but they neglected some of the help that came along the way. Oh yeah. And, and that help that was like, like a, a loved one. It was just a random spurt of luck that they met the right person. If they, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like when somebody's receiving a Grammy and they, they forget to leave out the person that gave them the, you know, the bonus to, yeah. to even get in the studio. Exactly. It's like, why are you not going to mention me, dude? You forgot. You know, I heard this really one cool analogy by uh, Duncan Trussell. And he's a podcaster slash comedian. But um, he, it was something, it was super crazy and complex. But it was something along the lines of <laughs> the radio was taking credit for the signal that was coming through it. And being like, I'm such a, I'm so bad. Like, just imagine like on a bigger picture, like the ego, you know. Like, I'm so badass and this and that when really you're just the signal for that that thing to come through. You know, the conduit. Um, it was something along those lines. It was crazy. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> it was crazy though. But it's like, you, you're, <laughs> you're taking credit for something that like, somebody who was genetically gifted and born, like he's, he's, he's like 6'5". You know, he's jacked. He's got genetics of like a, a Greek god. And he's over here bragging when he had nothing to do with the way he was born. You know what I'm saying? You know, and even then, I, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's even a, a step further than that, bro. It's To me, it's just like, I mean, you hear it all the time, you know, with politics. You watch it on TV. Like, no, just get off your ass and go get it done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, it, yeah, there's there's a lot of people's lack of success comes from the inability to get their ass off the couch and go get it done. But there's also a key component Let's say you okay. So the the analogy the guy used was that for this latest uh, NASA mission. I don't know if it was going to Mars or if it's going fuck to it up Mars, like I did, or going to uh, <laughs> or going to to the moon. <laughs> but they were having applicants, and somewhere of like eighteen thousand people applied for the the that the selection of astronauts. I think it was either eleven or eighteen got selected. So eighteen thousand people apply, and they're all. They give you the specifications for what they want for, for their qualifications. This is what we need. So if you don't have these, you're not even going to, don't put your paperwork in. So 18,000 people of the world's brightest minds put in, 11 got selected. All right. On paper, you and I are identical. What's the determining factor? What if I was the interviewer and you, the interviewee, wore a red tie and my favorite color happens to be red and the guy that came in before you wore a green tie? Just dumb luck. Dumb luck. Hey, you know what? They're both paper, and I need something to to separate them. Dude, he looked sharp today. That red tie looked fly with his suit. I'm going to give it to him. You get the job. It's, it's, it kind of comes down to just a cultural bias at that point. Almost, right? I would say an individual bias. Just an in, because, in, individual you know, bias. I mean, at least in that particular situation. But it is some kind of bias. But my, my point 
to all that is that was something that you had no knowledge of prior to the interview. That was just that's unpreparable. Like you, you can't get, prepare for that. And the difference between you and the guy next you getting the job was the tie that you had no idea that that was going to be the reason you'd be selected because on paper you and the guy scored the same during your interview. You and the guy had identical qualifications. You're both the top of your class. I mean, you're just the list goes on. They're in. I like the way this guy looks. That's I what like you call hair. a curveball. And dude, and you can't account for that, but I feel like people often forget that that little tiny thing is a difference between making it and not making it, and they need to pay respect to it. So for us, it's like, hey, we can put in all the work. We just have, you know, we we need that, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of luck in your corner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the thing, like I'm being redundant at this point, but often people forget about once they get to that that uh that upper echelon they've made it you know status like oh i didn't have luck you know <laughs> for yeah, the thing for your mind is the tie that you had it was all the, the hard work through school and all the hard work that you put in through all this other stuff that's what got you there but you little do you know that it was the way you dressed that got you the job you know what i'm saying or you, something you, that you said you know you, what i'm saying so you got to be humble man i think also you got you you can't forget where you came from and it was on a channel on YouTube called Veritasium, so check it out. It was uh, a really good like study they did. This guy's, uh, I forgot what he did, like a mechanical engineer or some shit. It's a very smart dude. So there's a bunch of numbers and tests and stuff they did to to prove his point. So. But people often do that a lot of times. Like you see that in a lot of, like, even regular people, you know? What's Civilians. That? It's just people lose sight of th- of things, you know? Mm-hmm. That, you know that, that one asshole at whatever, um, let's say Walmart, gets promoted to manager, and all of a sudden he's big shit now. You know, it's like, dude, do, do you forget that just, you know, two months ago you were a box boy, mm-hmm. you know, and just because this guy got fired, they needed somebody to fill the position and you just happened to fit the criteria. You know, you're not ideal, but we'll put you in charge. And now all of a sudden you got all the answers. It's like, no, you, you got to forget, like you lucked into this, you know, and I, often people lose sight of that rather than being humble. They stick their chest out and they often do too much. Yeah, And I, and I hope. I don't know how this ties I, into us growing. Well, I was saying that we'd still, what my point in saying all that was that there still needs to be a little bit of luck that's going to separate us because I feel that's what you were missing in your music career. Yeah, I agree. You know, because you put in all the work. If you said, if you were to show yourself the music, you let's say the song you created yesterday to the songs that you were trying to create the second day you were trying, you say, hey, dude, in 15 years, this is you. No, there's no way in hell that's going to be me. No, I promise you, keep doing it. You're going to get here in time. And this is the kind of shit you'll be putting out. You wouldn't have, like you said yourself, you wouldn't have believed that would have been the stuff that you were putting out. So clearly you had the work ethic because you didn't stop even when people were telling you that it wasn't going to work. When all signs were telling you it wasn't going to work, you kept pushing forward. You you have the quality. I mean, I don't want to disclose all your any of your personal information, but I know you made some sizable coin off of a song that you produced. You told me there was a comma involved with one of your songs that you okay, produced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can't think of many people that consider themselves an artist in any field that have I just made... I know what you're talking about. I just don't want to divulge. No, I know. That's I my point. I don't want to brag. But my point being is that that was a sizable amount for some work. So, so for me, it's just like, clearly you had the skills and assets to to get paid for that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have paid, paid you for it. They would have took their money elsewhere. All you needed was a little bit of luck. Whether it was a shout out, whether it was, I mean, a meeting a person at a, at a concert, I mean, whatever it might be, that could have been the defining factor between 
you not even sitting here with me today discussing this because you would have been off doing something else. Mm-hmm. And the difference now with you sitting here with me and talking about it. So th- my whole point in saying all that crap was just that, hey, a little bit of luck won't hurt us either because we can be putting down all the stuff and sometimes it just doesn't work out. You need that little push I'll, in the back. I also noticed too, like, sometimes being delusional in the beginning and in your, in your goals and aspirations isn't all that bad, you know? Because at that point, I was delusional. You know, I'm talking about music way back then. Because I was going around telling everybody, like, dude, I'm going to be the best producer around. And then you would hear my stuff and it would, you know, it would, (laughs) it was like, really, like, okay, with this? Okay. But in my head, I was so delusional. I was like, there's nothing, nah, you watch. We'll say blissfully ignorant. (laughs) Yeah, blissfully ignorant. But it's it's almost like a form of delusion just because, I don't know if it was just because I saw the bigger picture and knew where I was headed. So that's what I kept, you know. In the front of my and and the the front of my thoughts, or whatever I can't tell you it was a long time ago, but something kept driving me, you know, and I feel like it's the same with anything you just you gotta have that that relentless inspiration and drive in the beginning when you're trying to do anything that involves high levels of you know creativity and production and and, and luck you know because this type of thing to get to even though you can just put it on YouTube. It's not as easy as just putting it on YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. there's millions and millions and millions of videos being uploaded, you know, weekly. And we're just a drop in the bucket at that point. You know, so to stand out on a platform that huge is… <laughs> your chances are pretty slim. You yeah, know? you know what I'm saying? So that's that. my whole point, the whole luck thing was for that. Just that we're doing everything that we can. If you compare us to… You know, the the podcast is humble beginnings to hell to even people that are probably doing better than us that have a shittier setup. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that going too. It's just they had one video that stuck out and that kept people coming back. Hey, I want to see what they bring next week, you know. And all we got to just keep hammering forward, man. I don't, I, you know, consistency, I, man. That, that, I just, to me, that's I feel like that's the only thing that's going if we're going to be successful, it's consistency. And then also, we know I know our audience, I'm not clueless when it comes to that stuff. I know what where we're targeting. Like, I know what we're supposed to be targeting. And every now and then, you're going to draw in some people that, hey, this person might tweet it out and you'll gain their crowd. You know, you might just, you know, so you might have a different demographic every now and then, but I know more or less where we're at on the spectrum. You know, I know the type of listeners already when we start gaining them, what type of listeners they're going to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and the type of stuff they're going to be into. And the reason I say that is because I know the demographic of the podcast that I listen to. So I just kind of use the same formula, plug that into ours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know I know more or less the the subject matter we're, we're talking about, you know, because I've lived it. So, but yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I, I really just want to pick your brain and see, see uh, what, what you thought about it. Because I, I know it can be discouraging, you know. Yeah. And I get, you know, and I think another thing too that you mentioned was that you enjoy this and then, and not to get so caught up on the analytic side of it, you know, just like, hey, yes, we want to grow. It, it, it proves in some way, validates that we're, we're doing the right thing. We're on the right track. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I first got on, you told me, and this might be just being, you know, excited that you had found someone to, to sit, you know, to continue doing what you were doing. But you're like, I, you know, hey, I don't really care if it doesn't go that far. I just enjoy doing it and yeah. not to lose sight of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, 
That's a hundred percent the motive here. You know, for me. so and then just we we just got to remember, even when it sucks, and we're having these, you're on your episode two hundred and seven, <laughs> and we're still plucking away, and we're broke three hundred. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that. That's that's a question you have to ask yourself, though. Okay, what happens when we get like? What if we just run out of steam one day? You know, well, I guess what if is just that's what happens. You know, there really is. No, what if? That's just what happens. <laughs> then honestly, then shit. Then we're the, there's the end of the road. You know, my like we want. You know, it's like my fiance always asks me questions like that. Hey, like, what if the shelf fell over and like hit you in the head? I'd be like, it falls over and hit me, hits me in the head, and <laughs> I get hurt. You know, it's like yeah. there's no what if. That's what happens. You know, yeah, you know, it's like so it's like the, don't overthink it. That's what. Yeah, is, if that's that, what if happens, that's then it how, dies. If that's how it happens, and that's how it happens, you know, and you know, I'm sure we'll have some. Bittersweet feelings about it, and we'll move on. And if we, I don't I'm know. Just, I mean, we'll worry about it when we cross that bridge. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And for now, just I'm I'm trying to be uh, as passionate as I can about it without even trying to be passionate. I just want that to be there on its own, and it's it's there because I have a, a passion for this this type of thing, and I know you do too. Like you said, you you started figuring out that oh wow, I got a lot more to say than I I, I originally anticipated. Like I don't know if this comes out to be like. Uh, I don't know what the word I'd be looking for, but self-indulging, yeah, pretentious, you know, watching the videos that I'm on. But like, I like hearing the stuff that we have to say because it's kind of like, hey, maybe if we ever come across this topic, I'll have another response for that that I just thought of. Or just to see how I, how I'm progressing through the thing, how I'm, how I sound like, hey, do I need to get closer to the mic? Do I need to step away from the mic? Do I... Am I using my words properly? You know, am I cussing a lot? Do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? Do I say um a lot? That that's that's the reason that I like to review our work. And I do watch these podcasts for that very same reason. What can I tighten up? What can I fix? What can I take? Cause I'm using it, utilizing this as a tool also to grow as a human and present because aside the podcast, before ever seeing myself engage in conversation. I never saw it from a third-person point of view because it was always my POV, you know? I never recorded it. And once I started realizing that, oh, I'm cussing way too much. I'm saying um way too much. I'm stumbling over my words. I'm not articulate. Like, all this stuff. I was like, oh, I, I can work on all this stuff. And this is going to benefit me in the world. What if I have a job interview someday and he notices? If I hadn't worked on myself and he notices, oh, this kid, he, he's pretty unsure of his thoughts, you know. He just keeps stumbling over his words and maybe he's moving his hands too much, you know. Just little nuances like that that can be worked on. And I think that's a huge part of… and a, an important part of analyzation. Like, it's not pretentious. It's like, what can I fix? If anything, it's the opposite. It's like, I'm nitpicking now. Because I op often ask myself that same question. Am I, am I conceited? Why do I… Why am I so fixated on the set? And why am I so fixated on the way that I'm speaking to you or the subject matter? It's like, well, I just want to be a better human. You know, I just want to be a better version of myself. And the only way for me to do that is to analyze myself. I'm fortunate enough to have a podcast like this that allows me to do that. Because a lot of people never, unless somebody calls them out on it, they don't even realize that they're speaking in a certain tone that they're speaking in. You know? Yeah. There's a uh, to to go what you're saying. I watched this video and I would like to bring it up. I don't know if we have how much time we have left on this particular episode, but at some point, thirty minutes. Oh, okay, 40 we, minutes. We, we, running time still. 
We're only on 40. Okay, so we still have like, what, 20, 30 minutes? We can get to an hour and a half, dude, and be fine. So, um, oh, we'll, we'll come back to this, but the video I was talking about, the guy that was speaking spoke, I mean, extraordinarily well. This guy could have never cited his credentials, and you would have known that this man, what he was saying was likely to be true. <laughs> he had you an education. Saying? It was just, I mean, short. It was concise. Straight to the point. Like a good YouTube title. Gave his statistics. Said what he had to say. And said it with conviction in his voice. Like, I know what I'm talking about. There was like this overwhelming sense of confidence that he had while he was speaking. And you, like I said, he could have been talking about anything and making it up. But the way he was speaking would have made you believe it. And now, granted, he cited his credentials for the whole thing. So, you know, I would like to believe what he was saying was true. Um, but my point being is that's how I want to present myself while I'm seated here is that when I speak, I speak like I know what I'm talking about or at least have a fair understanding of what I'm talking about. And I'm just not sitting here running through the motions and, I'm, you know, talking here, but you can clearly see there's a monkey with two symbols in my head just that's clapping me. away. That's you know, that's me. Like, I don't want that to be <laughs> my, <laughs> that is my persona, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's because it's frustrating, man, when you're trying to articulate yourself and get a thought out and convey it to somebody on the other end. And then all that comes out is the teacher from Charlie Brown. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I deal with that, dude. Having ADD, it's so hard. It really is so hard because I notice when you're speaking to me, I have to look you in the eye or look right past you. Otherwise, everything that you're saying is going to go over my head. You know, I've done that to, to Victor Jr., the guy that, you know, you replaced. He'd be talking, dude, and then, huh? Or I, I would just, I would say something else. He'd be like, you didn't hear anything I said, did you? I'd be like, to be honest, no. <laughs> you know, but I think it's an admirable quality to have, to be able to present yourself articulately. You, you know, and that's, uh, I mentioned before that I want, one of the subjects I would like to enroll back into college for is to get an English degree because if you can read and you can write well, you can communicate well, whether that's on paper or face-to-face. -face. Yeah. And so that's what I want to do. Just, I have no idea what I'm going to do with that degree if it ever comes to fruition, but I just arsenal, want Arsenal, man. You know, and just, your arsenal. Yeah, you know, I mean, granted, with my, you know, line of work, it, being able to write good paper goes a long way. But my point is just when it comes to communication, I want to be able to get from what's up here out there as efficiently and uh, as possible. So, Do you ever do this, dude? And I feel like I'm a weirdo for this, but I know it's easier said than done, right? Because when we're talking, I, I notice that I do have a hard time trying to be concise and clear and articulate what I'm saying. A lot of the times, I'm beating around the bush. I can't get straight to the point. And every now and then, I'll, I'll, I'll make a, a, a statement that's really clear and it's just quick, simple, and it made a lot of sense, right? But it's not always like that. For whatever reason, it's just 10 times harder when you're doing it in real life. When you're, when you're actually going through the motions, it's a lot harder. For whatever reason, my thoughts seem to stack up more and get distorted. But for whatever uh, sensory deprivation it might be, I'll be laying down at night about to go to sleep. And in my head, I'm having these conversations of like, or going over things that I, I, would, I should have said or wanted to say. But in my head, dude, it's just like, man, why can't I speak like this in person? You know, it's just like there's no ums, there's no nothing. It's just super clear and structured. I was like, man, I, I do have the ability to do this. I just got to get this from what's in here to out here. 
You ever you ever do that? You ever like have conversations with yourself? Yeah, all the you time. You do, yeah. And do not they, allowed. Do they? But. <laughs> yeah, but do they come out? Do you notice that they come out better when they're not being vocalized? I guess in part that's kind of true. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder why. Like I said, sensory deprivation may be a big reason because when you're laying there and it's completely dark, you're you're no, you're. I mean, maybe in your particular case, but. You're limited to the confines of just your thoughts. Well, so there's nothing distracting well, you. Well, it's while I'm driving, or uh, mm. like, like this. But these are my moments when I have it. Like, oh damn, I should have said this, and then I say it in my head. And like, bada bing, bada boom. Like, it just perfect. That or, would, or when we're watching the podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and I'll notice myself. I could have said because as soon as I'm starting to see myself stumble when I'm watching it, I'm like, bro, just say this. But why doesn't it happen in person? I couldn't tell you, man. I I do know there you was do a the same thing. I feel like I do. Uh, I try my best to try to get it out. I do know I go I go on tangents a little bit, or my points here, and I'll I'll usually say something in the beginning like I'm gonna tell you all this to say this, and don't it'll come back around. You know, it does always come back around. But there could be things where I could be more concise. But I remember I was going through my my uh, psychiatric evaluation for my first job at the jail. And they asked the question, and let me try to remember what the question was. It was, I think it was something like, "Is everybody in jail a bad person?" or something to that effect. And I tried writing this, you know, like uh, I don't know, ooh, answer. And right, and so they asked me. They called me on it, like, "Okay, so what do you mean by what you wrote here?" And uh, I think I wrote something like. Uh, not all people are bad. Sometimes they just make bad choices or something like that, right? And it's like, what do you mean by that? And so I just basically yeah, went on. He stabbed a baby. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, that's clearly, a, you know, but I'm talking like, hey, it's either my kid starves or I steal this formula, you know, think of formula, you know, like wrong, just bad decision, but that or my kid doesn't eat. You know, it's a like situation like that, you know, not everybody that belongs in, that's in jail necessarily belongs there. And I still I feel like blue, that's it today. But, the my answer I remember was not good because the guy goes I don't understand what you said and what you meant by any of that. <laughs> you were trying to be too profound. I, I do, exactly my point, dude. And so ever since that day, I tried to just as best I can try to keep it uh, like clear and concise and just get to answer the the damn question. You know. You know what I noticed too is like that's what I said earlier when you were saying that it's like what you're saying has to be a really good YouTube title. You know. Because a lot of times what makes me click on YouTube titles is just it's short, clear, to the point, and you know what you're going to get mm. if it's not clickbait. When you, when, you, when you scroll through and you see that, it stands out amongst the, the ones that have way too many words in the, in the description or in the title, you know, something like that. It's just like, how can I condense this and make it make sense without saying too much but just saying enough? You know, that kind of takes me down a little bit of a different path right now because I do know when there's market, like for marketing, there are so many little things that play into marketing that we are, as consumers, are not aware of. Like, uh, I don't know if you think about most of the, like, fast food joints, they have yellow or red in their thing that catches the eye. Um, certain words that they use or certain phrases catches the ears and makes you want to go do or buy Whatever activity they're trying to sell you, yeah, we're very impressionable. But but it's it's they have it down to colors and words and we're sounds. almost like children in that way. 
Yeah. You it's know. Like, like we're drawn to like shiny things, you know, things that make us like excited and bring us back to that feeling that we had when we were younger. You know, we want that. That's kind of why. I mean, I, I love colors anyway in general, but I wanted to stand out with our color scheme. You know, that's why I can't just leave the light. I like having the lights and everything and having a cool logo and stuff like that. Because, yeah, you go to McDonald's. It's just like it's bright yellow and there's a big M. And I'm loving it, you know? <laughs> it's like, how could you not? <laughs> you know, so I think of that. So I wonder and I wouldn't doubt that there's maybe a set of words <clears throat> that we can use. In sounds titles. and everything, too. No, well, cause you're not going to get the sounds from a thumbnail. But I'm just talking oh, like when you're scrolling Colors through. and everything. That or just like a sequence of words or a particular word that's just like it draws the eye. It's all and, psychology. You know, it's it's for yeah, sure. Yeah, some, yeah I would, that's what I would probably categorize it as, yeah. But but it is though. There's there's reasons why we're drawn to certain things, and there's a way to capitalize on that. You just have to know human nature and psychology at its like at so its maybe like. That's we should look into to get this. Well, thing no, I've trust me, I have. That's why I've modeled this whole podcast around those guidelines, kind of, you know, but and, and still trying to be as free as I possibly can, but also implementing some of that stuff at the same time, you know, um, like for Call of Duty, for example, like. You would never know this, but one of the reasons why people are so addicted to that and games in general is because of the way they designed it. It's like all the sounds that are being made while, while uh, like you're shooting somebody, you're getting hit markers. They, they designed it based off like uh, a casino, like the sound of a jackpot. You know, like that, that, that's what draws people in. So they, they designed it around like, uh, yeah, like the casino sounds and stuff like that. And I'll probably watch this back and be like, just say this, you idiot. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's all psychology, the way people design everything. There's a reason why you're so addicted to it. The colors, the 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 titles, the labels, the you name it, you know. Makes sense. It does make sense, but it's just, you would never know it, like you said. You would never even know why you're drawn to something. It's one of those things where you're like, it's one, is it like, oh, that's common sense. But until you think about it, it's just... You know, right over your head, you know. That's crazy. I mean, I tr like I said, I try to be as free as I can with it. I don't want to, like, overcomplicate. Because a lot of times I just like to go with my gut, you know. I don't want to uh, second-guess myself. Because I notice all the time, like, the, the, the moment I second-guess myself is usually when I get things wrong. Like, I, I had a, a hard time with that in school. For those of you that are for test-taking tips, that's actually one of a good... Test taking tip. Usually, your first yeah. intuition is the right one, and when mm -hmm. you go back and change it, it's something. All the time. The wrong answer. Nine times out of ten, man, I would go back and just be like, "Dang it! I knew I knew I should have just went with the first answer, but for whatever reason, my my brain started being overactive, and I started thinking of twenty other outcomes, and then ended up on B when it should have. I should have just went with A in the first place, you know. But that's but that's how I try to approach uh, this thing in general. I, I don't want to overthink it. I just want to go with my gut. And if my gut is telling me to make that light a little brighter, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should or whatever, just as an example. You know, I, I like to go with that versus like fighting the the momentum, you know. And I say that a lot. You tired? A little bit, yeah. Did you get any sleep? No. No? What's your sleep schedule like right now? Terrible. <laughs> go to sleep when I can and wake up when it's time. Man, I would love to scan your brain. I guarantee it's just overactive. Fucking holes everywhere and shit. Uh, I think it would be, yeah, probably because of uh, blood. That's one of the things we'll get into in the next one. Uh, blood flow is a huge thing. Uh, oxygen, 
like for someone like you, I would recommend the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Therapy. No, go buy one of those on Amazon. <laughs> Can you really buy one of those? <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know what that is, bro. No, no, that's you're thinking of CPAP. No, I wasn't thinking of CPAP. I just I have one in the house, though. It's not for me. You can just buy a it. sauna. No, I'm good. You don't enjoy the sauna? I love the sauna, but Oh yeah, you do, you, you do. You said you probably had unhealthy amounts of time spent in the sauna. Mm-hmm. Like probably very detrimental amount of times in the sauna or time amount of time in the sauna, yeah. I've reduced my time to 20 minutes just because all the research that I've read shows that you only you only need 15 to 20. 15 to 20 and then 30 minutes is just kind of like overkill. You know? I just so, like the way it feels. I do like the way it feels. There was never ever any purpose and they're just then sweating and just kind of riding up the rest of the, like the end of the gym. Well, I love the benefits that come from it, but also it does feel good. You know? Mm-hmm. I hate being in there when, and then seeing those people. It's just like they got their headphones blaring. I don't know if you used your headphones, but... I do. Yeah, but people go in there and their headphones blaring, but they're the people that need to take those off because they can't hear themselves breathing and they're hyperventilating and they're freaking themselves out and then they're you could tell that they're really really trying to fight it and stay in there as long as they can but it's like they can't do it like dude like i was sitting in there the other day and some dude was just like literally uh, i was like dude like i can hear the words like in your headphones you know what I was like turn it down so you can hear yourself it's just like I just wanted to like slap him and be like, hey, just take a deep breath and like compose yourself. You're going to get through this. <laughs> like on Austin Powers and the dude's taking a crap. He's all, bite your lip, grab a hold of something, and give it hell. <laughs> We're going to get through this. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so I don't know how much time we got left, but I want to bring something up. Oh, you're good. Where do you stand right now? Let's get my little political for you guys. Heads up. Just a disclaimer. Where do you stand with the uh, vaccine mandates that's going around right now? I don't know, man. I don't think they should mandate it. I think that should be a personal choice. I think that's the common, like uh, the, the consensus. There's like, a, granted, there's a lot of people that are like, no, you're stupid and you're killing millions of people by your. <sighs> well, it's not only that, dude. It's the the bigger problem here is at least from what I heard, and this ain't my original thinking is. We're giving the government more power than we need to give them, and if we continue to give them these incremental, you know, uh. Batches of power, we're, we're never going to get that back. Once we mm-hmm. allow them to do something like this, now they're just going to make every excuse in the book to do this again the next time. And then we're going to slowly keep handing over our freedom. This goes back to the Yanmi Park mm-hmm. uh, interview where she, she notices that we're giving them way too much power. And once we give up this power, we can't get it back. Yeah. And we're slowly losing our freedom. You know, dem- democracy is fading away. What's crazy is it's not just as simple as mandating a vaccine. It's more more than that. Well, that's where they start. It's that simple, and we have a bunch of, in my opinion, I'm just gonna be blunt idiots. In my opinion, uh, and I say that, and I would consider with, you like a more right wing person too. Oh, I'm, well, I am, but that's for me. It's just kind of look. I might be on the right side of the spectrum you know, conservative, whatever. Uh, but I don't think it's anyone's problem, especially, or anyone's issue to say that it you should or shouldn't do something. And I was talking to a buddy at work, and he was like, look, dude, if this thing was as great as they say it is, or if things were as bad as they say it is, you wouldn't have to mandate people to do it. They would be lined up 
you know, probably killing each other in the Dana streets. White said the same shit. I you was know? watching a podcast with him earlier. He said the exact same you know, thing. And he's like, if anything that's good or that good doesn't have to be forced, <clears throat> you will have like. You I feel like people, it's a power play that they're trying to it, it, they're trying to do. I don't see any other way to analyze it, man. Because I'm not saying, dude. I, I lost a coworker, you know, to COVID. Yeah. You know, I had it myself. I'm also vaccinated. I'll get into that. You got vaccinated. I only reason I got vaccinated is because I booked a cruise like I don't know July of last year, except August, maybe like a year ago today. And then when I was like, whenever this opens up, if this because they kept. The cruise date got pushed back initially from what it was supposed to be. So I was like, if they allow this cruise to go through, I already know if there's a vaccine by this point in time, they're going to want that because they're going to be like, the government say, hey, the only way you can let your ship leave the port is if you make sure everyone doesn't have it or is vaccinated when they get on. But wouldn't you consider that a form of like dictate? Like they're dictating that now. No. Because no, it's a private business. Because it's it's I'm voluntarily choosing to do business no. with that with that company. But but what I'm saying is their guidelines, they choose what they are because they're their own private business, right? Yes, exactly. That's like if I I I I mandated you to take your shoes off before you came in here. I don't it's have like, to come inside. That's what I'm saying, but it's also my choice to yes. be able to implement that rule. So, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't agree with it, but I don't see anything fundamentally wrong. Hey, look, if you want to I mean, it's, it's no difference in stores that have those signs out front that say shoes, shirts, and shorts or whatever. No shirt, no shoes, no, no, no service. There you go. You know, that. Well, if you don't have one of those, then you're not going to let you in. And that's their prerogative. Yeah. They run the stores, their business. They do what they want. So, and it, to me, it falls into that same guise. I don't have a problem with it. I don't agree with it, but don't got a problem with it. just want to put that out there. The issue that I'm having now, personally, is that where I work, it is now being mandated that... If you will to continue to work there, you will have to be vaccinated by a certain date. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to see that a lot now. And so now, I also to say what I said. I also recognize that me, it's in a it's a contract between an employer and an employee. And if I want to continue to work there, these are the guidelines that I have to follow. So yeah, like I, even so, though weed is legal, you know. That mean I mean because a lot of people thought like, oh, you shouldn't be able to. You should be able to just be able to smoke whenever you want. It's like, no, that's what they require at that job. Like, you can't smoke, even though it's illegal, whatever. You yes, can't drink exactly. at you can't yeah. drink at work. Exactly. You know, so, even though it's illegal. So exactly. Same thing. Now it's you know, um, with this vaccine thing, and it's like you guys are sly because you already know that you're not getting the desired results. The uh, go get mandated. You hear it all the damn time on the news. The president was calling people that didn't want to get vaccinated idiots or stupid. One of the two. Like, let's <laughs> give it the Trump? Yeah, No, this is Biden. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you're not getting vaxxed, you're an idiot or you're dumb. Or it was something like that or stupid. It was one of those three words. Um, one of you guys can comment down below. Uh, or I'll try to find it and provide it on the next one. But he, he came out and said those and those words, right? And so, but they don't have, he was projecting by what last month that we would have be like 80 or 90% or 70% of the country vaccinated. And we're like nowhere near those numbers. And so now it's like, okay, well, we're not getting people to line up on their own accord. How, in my, in my opinion, this is how it's going. How can we get them to do that without physically taking a gun to their head and making them line up and go do it? Well, this is one way to do it. I can go after their job, you know, to, hey, for these employers that are government ran. These are what the expectations. Yeah, because who's going to say, like, okay, it's either I uh, put food on the table for my children and keep covering their medical insurance or I get vaccinated. 
or, or yeah, or quit. You know quit, what I'm saying? Yeah. Or quit because I didn't get vaccinated. And and uh, it's like, how, how are you gonna? That's like be, you're being a bully at this point. But they still taking full advantage. But they still can say you voluntarily took the shot. Okay, so what the hell do we do then? It's just like there has to be like a walkout <laughs> type I, of thing. You know, I, I heard people got to uh, go on strike. Because I've mentioned before, I've, I get in little no argument about ba- you know bouts with people on Facebook comments and. They were, this lady was like, I, she, I, ironically, her name was Karen. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I can't, her, just of her thing was, I can't believe you guys are worried about your rights. And she put it in quotes, the right, the word rights. While people are still dying and you want healthcare workers to potentially, you know, infect our immunocompromised loved ones in the hospital. And I'm just like, okay, well, look, Karen. You, you don't have that? to, yeah. I was like, you don't have. <laughs> You don't have to worry about your rights. We'll worry about them for you, you know? And she's like, they're not really coming after your rights. I was like, look, they're not coming at them like coming knocking the door, dragging you out of your house and giving you a shot in the parking lot. No, they're going to come target the thing you can't say no to, your money. But they can still say that it was a a voluntary transaction. You knew... That you didn't have to. The door was there. But who's going to walk away from a career? Some people spent their the beginning of their adult life pursuing a particular career. Now that they're in this field, dedicated time, money, tears, sweat, for them to be like, well, there's the door if you don't want to get the shot. You know, and now taking, in my opinion, like uh, giving you like a ghost set of handcuffs, you're going to forced to say yes. And I have a bunch of people I work with. They're like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to be. I'm like, I'll see you October. I'll see you at the beginning of October. You'll be here. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to the end of September. And I'm like, you'll, you'll be here. It'll be here for sure. Because besides a handful of you guys, there's nobody here that's going to have the kind of money to ride this out legally mm. and fight it in court. And by the way, it's going to probably take years before any sort of legal resolution for this kind of stuff gets resolved, whether it's for us or not in our favor. It's going to be years before that happens. And do you really have that kind of money stacked away in the bank or under your mattress to write that out? No, you don't. But it, but it's crazy that that uh, you don't hear this anywhere or in general at all. Like I mentioned this to my fiance. We were watching TV. I was like, man, you see nothing but just fast food commercials. You know, I was like, when's the last time you've seen a commercial that advocated vegetables or any anything he- remotely healthy? You know, other than when they're trying to sell the Peloton for fitness, you know, but that's driven by, you know, monetary you know, uh, that that was their motive. You know, it, was, it wasn't because they care about your health. But when's the last time you, you saw anybody in the news, in the media, whatever, pr- promoting health? You know, like, all they're, all, they're promo- all they're, they're trying to drive home is like, you need to get vaccinated, you know, to protect yourself. It's like, well, what about the 30,000 other things that you could be doing that they're not mentioning, like eating healthy, you know, taking care of yourself, exercising. Which I think it is, they don't. Uh, they don't mention that though. They just which tell you I to think get is vaccinated. Actually, something that's quite beneficial if you were to contract COVID. So the video I was talking about when I was mentioning the guy that spoke well and he could have been bullshitting all of us, and uh, but he spoke with conviction that you believed what he had to say. Plus, he had suspenders, so I believed him even more. Oh, but because he went like this, he I don't know if he, he was his back was to the camera. He was facing the board, oh, okay. but. To, to touch on that, the video was him putting some school board on blast and in their place. He was a, a doctor. I think he's a doc, family medicine or whatever. And he basically came out and said, you guys are dumb for implementing the mandates you're trying to implement. Uh, 
They're not going to fix any of the COVID problems. He mentioned his credentials. I forgot what they were. Uh, has medical training. He's, he, he referred to him as Dr. whatever the hell his name was. Dr. Dan Stock, I think his name was. Um, basically came out and said, dude, that the masks, which we already know, they're not going to do a whole lot unless they're like... Now, he said all masks. I, I don't think he meant all masks because we know the N95 you know, does jobs and they have the N90, whatever the hell's they go up and what they, what they block or the actual respirators. But he's talking, referring to like the cloth masks or the uh, little surgical looking masks that people are wearing now. Like the, uh, the, the virus is small enough to penetrate to the fibers. Like it's not going to do anything. Uh, he mentioned that, um, well, and then another dog, I watched a couple of videos that people were, mentioned that it's not the virus that's the droplets of water yes, vapor like if somebody sneezes directly in front of you but those have the virus and those are big enough to get caught within the fiber so okay i guess it makes sense but he was basically saying dude that the vaccine was vaccines that we have now were never designed to cure or prevent any type of condition that it's for like so in this case like uh the COVID vaccine, the vaccine for the flu, the vaccine for smallpox, the vaccine, it, it, what it, it doesn't prevent you from getting it. All it does is keep the, um, I forgot the term they used, all this crappy side effects that go with COVID or any of these other, it minimizes them. So that doesn't kill you. Because it's like, the usually I think it's the body's, because it's a virus, it wants to keep the host alive so you can keep replicating. So it's not really trying to kill you, but it's your body's response to these things from my understanding that actually ends up being what does you in and he's like what these shots do is prevent you from having these massive headaches not being able to breathe da, 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 da. it helps mitigate those things it doesn't stop you from getting it so you could have it after having your shot and not know you're having it and walk next to me and me not be vaccinated and get it from you but you're vaccinated that doesn't really prevent anything from happening you know as a matter of fact you're not going to know you have it versus me that doesn't have the vaccine gets it there's a better chance that I'm going to, you know, be having symptoms and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But all that to say, he had some co compelling arguments, but they took him off of YouTube. His video was like, you know, false information. Shadow ban. You know, no, this is, it wasn't even shadow ban. It was really shadow ban. It was just kind of like, we don't care who sees it. Now, the interesting part to me for that, is it because legitimately information he was saying was false? I watched a couple, you know, other doctors reviews of or his video. Big Pharma. Uh, I don't know these, these big companies. You know, dude. The more I look, is it into all stuff, conspiracy? I don't. I don't like conspiracy theories, dude. But right now, it's I'm putting some dots together that I never thought I would be able to connect. But when, but when you tell me that, though, I'm just like, for sure, that's why they took it off. It, but that, that's my point. Like, they want to keep people stupid. I I I because I, I feel like I'm torn because if you're because stupid, I want to believe you can be that, controlled. but I don't want to believe that because I feel like I'm like I hate to say it and offend people, but I feel like I'm a nut if I go that way. But it's like mm, you're not though. I it, mean, it's like how else can you explain? You know, like do people put dumb, ridiculous stuff on the internet? And they don't take that. And down. They don't take that down. That's and what yet, I'm saying though. They want to keep us stupid now, because that way, if you're stupid, you can be controlled easily. You know what I mean? I suppose, yeah. You know, because it's like... I mean, who's easier to control? Someone who's going to overthink everything, think outside the box, or some idiot who doesn't question anything? Yeah. Oh, exactly. You're right, you know. But it's just, it's mind-blowing because... Let's just say this doctor's claims are wrong. And I watched a bunch of videos um, of, like, their uh, reactions to what he said. They don't really address certain points. They kind of 
skip around it. Um, but all I don't never these doctors that do these videos, I don't I've never heard of them before. But the video, the the ratio between the up, the thumbs up, and the thumbs down is usually thumbs down is in the positive, and the thumbs the positive thumbs up or down in the negative. People are not, now. I don't know if there's who's liking these if they just because you know you're going against what this guy said or if it's actually any sort of legitimacy behind it. But it's interesting. And I just want to know, like, why we can't entertain this guy's thoughts. And someone, like, give me some, like, I, I'm not going to understand a medical journal. Well, they're excited. Their excuse you know? is false. Inf- you're spreading false information. That's what it is. Sure. That's why they started taking down all the COVID stuff. Well, that's my thing. Fine. But just instead of doing that, if you're a doctor that's going to sit there and say, like, Tovar's out here, you know, uh, putting out false info and saying, okay, well, here's the medical journal that actually refutes what he's saying. Page two, chapter seven. But you know what's funny? Like, how many times did Dr. Fauci go on when all this shit was happening and he was saying stuff? Like, how many times did they say, all right, let's, we're going to wear the masks. They work. And then a week later, they'll be like, the masks don't work. We don't got to wear them anymore. And then a week after that, they'll be like, okay, we got to mandate the masks again because they work. It's like, aren't you spreading false information? Why don't we take your fucking ass down? Now, I agree. I can't stand the guy, but I, I agree 100%. My point saying the, right, the only thing I would say yes or no to is we'll give, I choose to give him the benefit of the doubt of they didn't know at the time. And so there was just kind of like, this is what we know. Okay, it doesn't. But it's come out now that they knew the whole damn time and they were just, hey, wear the mask. You're going to die. Hey, don't wear the mask. We need them for healthcare workers. But that's why you know people now are so hesitant to to trust ra- anything that they're saying now. It's like, oh, really? You want me to believe you that I have to get vaccinated now? Exactly. Because it's going to save my life? It's like, you've lied about all this other stuff. Why should I believe you now? Yeah, so my you broke thing, my trust. Yeah, exactly. And my thing with that is, I think people as a whole are at the point, just give it to me straight, dude. Like, yeah, please. Don't like, stop just, bullshitting. Don't, don't. You don't have to sit there That's not gonna and happen, do smoke though. and mirrors. Just tell me straight. If I'd rather him be like, dude, I effed up. All this crap was wrong. I put money into this research that led to all this crap. My at least bad. you know, yeah. You know, but like, rather than try to, dude, because what ends up getting people tickets, in my opinion, and with my experience, oh, minimal experience, I should say, and training I've had was them trying to pull the wool over the cop's eyes. Dude, I know, I, I'm, I know when I come to your car, I already know why I stopped you. I'm going to ask you anyway, do you know why I stopped you? You'll be like, oh, no, of course I wasn't speaking. Like, dude, I'm not stupid. I have a damn radar in my car that tells me to the <laughs> exactly how fast you were going. I'm holding it know? for my friend. You know, like in your pocket in, <laughs> or in your underwear. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like, know that was in there. Like, dude, it's just like that pisses <laughs> cops off more than it is. Like, dude, like. But that's how America feels right now. They're like, you the got, like, we're not that stupid. That's Like, okay, we're yes. stupid. We like TikTok videos. You know, of a guy yeah. scratching his ass, whatever. But, like, we're not that dumb, you know? Yeah, they just give us to us. Look, whether I make the right decision or the wrong decision based off the information you give me, fine. That's one thing. But just give it to me. Don't sit there and try to, you, I know what's best for you, son. Follow mm-hmm. me off this cliff. You know, that reminds me of, like, the, the, the I just feel like the guy who's in charge right now is the uh, Denzel Washington from Training Day. Remember that that scene where he's sitting in the car with him? He's like, you, you got to change things from the outside, son. After he just shot his homie oh, in the house after yeah. they, 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 they framed him. It's like, dude, like, really? You expect me? I don't believe a word you're saying mm. right now. You're out, of your, you're, you're out of your mind. Like, I'm not buying it. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's how we feel about everything that they're trying to sell us. Yeah, that, that's my thing, man. And then, of course, like, if you make enemies with the wrong 
don't know. Platform. Yeah, and then, and then when you do it. say, and you come out and speak about it, you get canceled. Yeah, you know. It's like, you can't, what, what are you going to do now? It's like, you can't say nothing. It's like, we got to get rid of all this shit. We got to get rid, we got to stop allowing people to cancel, you know? Like, it ain't that, that, that. But that's the thing. It's their business. They could run. That's it, it's a I know America's slope, a man. business, but we're talking no, about no, like, like 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 so I've had the thing is like I've had these 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 thoughts to myself. I was like, okay, dude, like maybe they should just regulate if they put it out, they put it out. Or if they're gonna put out anything, it has to be one hundred percent no questions asked, truth. At least at that time. You know, things come out later, like, hey, that was false, it was wrong, we were wrong, okay. But to knowingly put something out that's false, no, that's against the law. But now I'm telling you how to run your business. You know what I'm saying? And like it goes against me as well. No, like, like, now like, I'm telling you what to put in your body. It, it, well, I mean, we'll leaving this out, out of the out of the equipment. I'm just talking about in general because mm. I I because what people have seen is if you're a Republican or conservative minded individual and you gain some traction and you say something that's against the left, it seems to be that if you have enough following behind you as a conservative, they cancel you. They take your videos down. They lose your monetary status on YouTube. A bunch of guys I follow that are conservative lost. They don't get paid anymore for the YouTubes. And they're like 5 million subscribers in. You know, they lost Demonetized. And so, and it's just like, on the basis of violating terms and guidelines, obviously, but they never really came out. And it was just speaking what they thought was truth. And now they're losing the money for it. So mm-hmm. it feels like if you go against the grain, against these big tech companies, which tend to lean on the left, you know, uh, liberal side of things, you get canceled, you know? So that's kind of the crappy part. You can't even voice your opinion. They even took this app. It was called Rumble. It was a conservative ran page. They they took it off the app store. They took it off the Google store or the Android store, whatever the hell it's called. And they, it came back, but they got it because it was deemed, like, hateful and shit like that. You know, but all it was was saying stuff that people disagreed with on the other side. And also, uh, people just can't handle the truth, man. The truth hurts. Uh, truth hurts, and I think people are just little wieners, dude. They are. You know, sure, like 100%. little Vienna wieners in a little can, dude. Yeah. Like, they're just terrible, like... Like that video you showed me on the Call of Duty. And not even that, bro. Just, like... <laughs> That's a funny video, but no, like, uh, it's you. Everyone's everyone's scared to get hurt by words. I want you to cuss me out right now. I'm just kidding. And I'm just like, okay, does it suck? They hit some nerves, yeah, but you're gonna be you're all right. Go, you'll be all right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, damn. I've been called a lot of terrible things. Yeah. What do I do? Uh, I get pissed off. I call them something back. Does it make it right? No, but it they're 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 words. As long as I'm not saying like. You know, I'm not calling to for I'm not calling an act like, hey, I want all of you to go harm this or that or the other. You know, like that's different. But if I'm just calling, if I have an opinion on something, you don't like it. You don't. I, I feel like you should have the ability to 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 silence my yeah. disagreement with you. You know. Anyway, though, I just I feel like uh yeah, I don't agree with it though. I don't think they should mandate something like that. I don't want to give. I don't think we should give that type of power to them. But the, sh- the crappy part is me. Well, I did it for another reason. But even if I hadn't my cruise, I probably got the. Well, I know I would have got the vaccine because I'm not walking away from that kind of money. Because, mm. you know, I'm gonna put a. Not, I'm scared to put a chemical arm. I'd smoke cigarettes from time to time, I'm and scared. I know what the hell those things do to me. I'm scared. You know, so. I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared. I just got over the side effects of this other crap. Like I don't want to go and stick something else in my body. You know. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I I hear you, man. There's. I mean, it's it's. But. 
I'll probably end up doing it. What? I'd say write it. I mean, this is me saying just write it as long as you I'm can. I'm coming from a least- scientific standpoint. Like, if, if hey, if you do get it, it'll diminish these side effects or, you know, whatever comes with COVID, you know, and it'll it'll dampen the, the headaches and all that, then yeah. No, why not? You know what I mean? I already take care of myself. I would just say wait till it's FDA approved. <laughs> one of the three. Yeah, but, I mean, but there's a lot of things that we consume that aren't FDA f- approved. Of course. But that, again, that's, that's again, my reason. I, th- I think I- the medicine that I was on was like not FDA approved or something, something like that. I got to, don't quote me. Well, there you go. I mean, I, I pre-workouts, protein, all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, is like, not, bang, like bangs and stuff like that. It, Those aren't not eva- Not evaluated, but it tells you that. You and know? I chug them. You know, that's what well, I used to. So my point makes my point is like, dude, okay, like I'm over here complaining about this yet. I drink energy drinks every day, and from time to time I'll smoke. But a this cigarette. is different though. I mean, the, the the purpose of an energy drink is to give you energy. The purpose of this is something way different. Like it, the scale at which yeah, true, but we're looking the, the, at the purpose it is, of it is to help you. So it's kind of like here I am ingesting substances that I know aren't supposed to help me. Or are this they is, injecting us with chips? I don't know, bro. I'm not that interesting. <laughs> I don't think they want to know what I do. <laughs> They're gonna watch me play video games on that working. Fuck, you know, like that's, that's what it is. God, yeah, these teams are trash. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like. No one's life is that interesting, bro. Unless, like, you're a CIA operative that gone rogue. They want to track you, then yeah. But if you're just, I don't know, a little old regular Joe Schmo, who the hell cares what you're doing? I, yeah. I don't think any one person is that interesting, bro, where the government's going to spend this vast amounts of money to track us. Like, I don't know. I just don't see any purpose behind it. Like, what That would you, be a horrible business model, wouldn't it? Uh, hey, let's just follow what John does all damn day. Like, <laughs> all right, dude. So he went to Taco Bell, came back home, <laughs> fell asleep on the couch. He went to 7-Eleven, bought 12 things. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, he's on TikTok for four hours before he goes to bed. Uh, you know, just like, all right, repeat Tuesday. <laughs> you know? Oh, he took a different route to 7-Eleven this time. You know? yeah, yeah, maybe it wasn't such a good idea to chip everyone. Yeah, it was just... Ridiculous. Anyway. And who the hell's gonna monitor all that? There's like 300 million something people in the United States, and there's probably like, like what, like 12,000 people at the CIA's department. Like, how the hell are you gonna watch all these people? Oh, well, you ever seen the Oracle in the Matrix? That's how. Okay, I'll read the Matrix. <laughs> you remember the Oracle? You said there's like TV screens of this is the, everything. The Oracle. That wasn't the Oracle, that was the the architect. The, okay, the architect. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah, architect. Yeah. Yeah. The oracle was uh, the lady, right? The lady. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap it okay. up. We're gonna leave on that note. Um, we'll dive into something else on this uh, this next episode here. Anyway, I'll probably cut out that first half. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. Fuck it. Who cares? To be fair, you say that every single episode, and nothing ever gets cut. Because <laughs> I'm probably just. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just gonna edit that out. You know, and like, unless it's something like you got a phone call and then it'll just like skip, but hey, you know, I was going to get this out and it's there the next time I watch it. <laughs> That's just a style I got from like bigger production companies. It was like, we're going to cut this and they don't cut it. So, okay. Well, anyway, we're going to end on that. Should uh, you cut it? Cool. Not whatever. Hope you guys en- enjoyed this, uh, this collage of an episode <laughs> of the PO3 podcast. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Hope you guys had a good week. Weekend, have a good week. Uh, subscribe, like, uh, leave your thoughts in the comments. Uh, share this with your neighbor, your sister, your mother. Everybody. I apologize because doing real stuff, I'm here being an idiot. So, 
I'm not doing anything. But anyway, we'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. Peace.